Yeah. What up, little mommies? What up? You can see me this week, Crackers Comedy Club, downtown location, Indianapolis, Indiana, April 17th through 20. Following week, if you're in Austin, come see me at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, April 24th through 27th. And then Cleveland. Perhaps Cleveland. If you're there at Cleveland Improv, May 9th through 12th. And of course, May 17th. Portland, Oregon, your mom's house comedy tour with my husband, Tom Segura. You may have heard of him. And then May 18th in Seattle with Tommy Buns again, doing your mom's house, doing what we do best. Damn. What up, up, Jeans? Damn. 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 Uh, uh, uh. What about you, ma'am? Well, yo. Hold on, yo. Uh. Yo, yo. (laughs) Turn up in my headphones. Um... Uh. So look, this weekend, April 18, 19, 20, Hi-bah. 21, Hi-bah. I'm in San Jose at the Improv. Uh, on the 19th, um, I'll be doing a couple shows with Joe Rogan up there at the Improv. Pretty sure if those are not sold out right now, I, oh. I assume they already are, yeah. but if they're not, they definitely will. So if you want to see Rogan me together that's the show to go to oh my god two power it's a very powerful show powerful show um if not um i'm there the days around that thursday saturday and sunday so come see one of those shows if that if that rogan show is no longer available um let's see the week after i will be in orlando uh the improv the 25th through the 28th then uh, Toronto at the Underground Comedy Club, High on Trees, Clandestiny. Mm. Um, the Saturday show sold out. Okay. So right. um, there's that means there's two other show, two other options: the Thursday or the Friday. So please, I want our show fans to come to the show. So if you're listening and you're in the Greater Toronto area, please go to TomSegura.com. Click on my uh, live shows, and uh, there's a link there to tickets. Please get tickets. I would love to see you at the show. Um, the next week, the 8th through the 11th, I'm in Austin at Cap City. Haven't been back in five years. Very mm. excited about that. We're both in Austin. This is yeah. interesting. Different but times. Different times. Yeah. But it's the same, it's the same city. <laughs> and then uh, with my jeans in Portland and Seattle, uh, Portland... I don't even know. Uh, I hope. I think there's a, a few tickets left. That really because that's a that's a limited size venue. Yeah, we have a little more room in Seattle, but the Portland one's smaller. So if you're a Portland listener, get the tickets now so you don't get left out. We want to have all our yes. And the reason we did there. it in like a normal sized venue is like there's nothing worse than doing stand up for more than a hundred people. I think. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like those big rooms. Like, I yeah. oh, hate fucking 400 seaters. Why are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I know. It sucks. You can't really see well, people. Well, stand-up is, is better intimate. Oh, my it God, is. yeah. I mean, it's always fun to do a massive show. And you're like, there was 1,200 people at oh, the show. Yeah. And you go, wow, that's incredible, man. And, and you get to perform and you hear this really loud thing. But real, like the real thing is like that like 100 to 200. Yeah, th- yeah. That, that size. Because that's like that's super intimate. You really get to be 
who you are. That's where you connect. Yeah. Really connect. You can really pull your jeans up or down, have them around your ankles, or pull them up high Oof, and tight. I don't know if I'd like that. Ooh. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right. Wow, we got a lot to cover. I know. Um, are you pretty much ready to start the show? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. Uh, you worked at a number of right. places. But the last place that I know in New York that you worked at. And Tavern you, on the Green. When there's a lot of uh, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans working under you at that one? Was that that no, one? Oh, my God, no. Thankfully, no. This shit is big <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. <laughs> Theo got startled by sunshine. He was napping and the sunshine woke him up. Came through. Guys, I don't know if you're aware, but today is Tommy Buns's birthday. It's his smirk day. Happy birthday. That's not a something that you just announced. It is. It's your Smurf day, and I love you. Yes. And happy birthday to my sweetest husband. You're the best. Thanks, babe. And you're only 24 years old, and yeah. the world is open to you. I can do whatever I want to do. Anything. Happy birthday. Today's the day you came out of your mom's pussy. Oh, oh, oh. You came out bloody and full of stuff. And she wiped you and she kissed you. Mm-hmm. Is that the lyrics that I'm not hearing? Yes, that's the original version. Your mom's pussy. You, she pushed you yeah. out of her pussy. Pussy hole. And you came squirting out. And there was juices and coochie juice on you. <laughs> oh. How do you feel? You're only 24 today. Feel good. I feel good, do man. You feel different. You know, I've I've always been pretty um, <laughs> pretty uh, comfortable with birthdays and aging. I don't really doesn't bug you. No, nah, it really doesn't. Not even not even 30. You didn't feel different. 30 was a realization. Um. 30 made me go, oh, like, it's really, you're not a kid. Yeah. 
You're a grown-ass man. You're a grown-ass man. And it also made me realize shit like um, when you're 30 and you and you do you, you do something, you accomplish something, mm. it's because you're supposed to. Right. <laughs> you, it's because you're 30, you fucking asshole. It's not exceptional anymore. Yeah, I always yeah. thought that things were exceptional. And I guess the, in a way they are. They're like, wow, you're 28 and you just did that? Yeah. Wow. At 30, it was like, yeah, what do you want, a fucking cookie? Yeah. Like, you just, yeah, that's no what people more. do. And it's funny because when, when you hit 30... Everything is like you're a loser now. Meaning, yeah. like if you if you haven't done it by then, I felt like a loser. And if you do it after thirty, it's ah, you're right. It's no big deal. Like yeah. oh, we got married. Well, you're supposed to. Stupid. Yeah, that totally is. Who cares? You could be like you know I cured cancer, and they're like yeah, you're thirty three. Big yeah. fucking deal, man. It's I'm about happy time. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Get to it. Well, this is exciting. So uh, last night we went to a, a restaurant. Yeah. Tommy and I dined together. It was a celebration. A little liberation, and there was a, a gay waiter who kept putting his butt into our table. Yep. And uh, that was good. We ate a lot, and then this morning we took pretty ferocious dumps. <sighs> Dude, well, wait a minute. You didn't even... You didn't even I didn't really get to talk to you about yesterday. <sighs> yesterday yeah, okay. was very... Hmm. Hmm. Next stop, Brown Talk. Brown Talk coming up. You've been warned. Okay. Hmm. I didn't really get to tell you this, but yesterday was very shitty for me. Okay. Okay. And I mean... Well, how so? Could you describe it? Well, not a bad day. And that's not what I mean. I mean a very brown day. Okay. Hmm. Um, Hmm. What happened was when Maria was here, which we're jumping all over the place, but our opening clip was from last episode, which we just realized... I think it might be my favorite episode ever. Like it was making right. me laugh so hard. Well, because when we were fil- filming it, when we were taping it, yeah. I thought, ah, is this really funny? Just yeah. because we're so used to how Maria yeah. talks, yeah. And playing it back, hilarious. Oh, oh my god, it's so funny. She is hilarious. It's so funny. She's so goddamn funny. We have. Well, um, we'll get into that. We're, yeah, we're jumping ahead. But go go back to this dump. I, I don't think I. Well, I didn't hear enough about this yesterday. So okay, fill me in. <laughs> well. She was she left yesterday, and she was supposed to leave much earlier. So I flew back on purpose earlier to spend time with her from Vancouver, which, by the way, was fucking amazing again. I <laughs> oh, love oh, Vancouver. Van- Vancouver, yeah. yes. Absolutely fantastic. A lot of mommies? A ton. Oh, and and I, I got to say, you have a lot of fans there. You really need to go to Vancouver. Um, it's really, you should just make the call and be like, hey, I'd like I to come. I know. I, I talk about it. Well, it's a new booker now, so maybe that'll work to my advantage, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. it is. Well, you know what? I'm going to make a note of that. I'm going to make a note. I'm going to tell my agent. I'm going to call show business. Let's figure it out. Hey, showbiz, uh, I'd like to do this. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I fly back early to see, because I don't really get to see Maria a lot. So yeah, Maria, we, we only spent one night with her. The she night that we did in. the show, yeah. Yeah, she did the show with us, and then the next morning we both split. Yeah, so we've, I flew back early. I got on the 6 a.m. flight, got in. Um, saw her a little bit. I had to lay down for a minute. Now, waking up at 6 a.m. Uh-huh. can put some stress on your bowels. It can. It really can. Mm. And I then, uh, when I got back, I go, well, since it's your last night, I'd like to do something, you know, nice. Why don't I grill out? And Maria's, you know, a phenomenal cook. Amazing. So she was like, yeah, I went and bought uh, these bison steaks. I've never had bison. Yeah, it was really good. But yeah. I got to tell you, any yeah. type of beef, yeah. any type of meats <clears throat> yeah. like that, red meat, yeah. 
I enjoy the taste of it. Mm. It always has a, a pretty profound effect on my brown. Well, I've noticed that it my also... My beef farts. You've smelled my beefy farts. I was just going to say, it, it produces a very odiferous fart from you. Mm-hmm. It's And I can tell when you've been eating red meats. Mm-hmm. I, I know this, because when you farted, was it last night or the night before? Gosh, I can't remember when I came home. Mm. Yesterday was Monday. You farted. Yeah. And Theo was on the bed, and even his head, he perked up as if to say, dear God. What is that smell? Mm-hmm. And you lit a match to try to camouflage it, and the match didn't even make a difference. It didn't really even knock a dent in that part. No. Yeah. No. Um, you know. No. The thing is that. <sighs> what a. F- what a I'm fart! Thinking about it now, I'm I'm thinking and reminiscing. Do you know why I farted like that yesterday? No. Because uh, I had a leftover, mm. and I sliced it up and made a sandwich of the bison. Oh, so here I am thinking, I got that bison out of me, but I I reintroduced it. More farts. Yep. Double dip. Yep. It's a double bison fart now. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And we have another one. What do you mean? In the fridge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you going to do? I guess eat it. I guess. You know what? It's your birthday. I can't tell you. Not to eat it yeah. and not to fart. It's not that's not my place today. Right. So if that's what you want, you gotta do it. Well, after yesterday then, which is the day after I ate the, the full portion of the steak, mm-hmm. um I just was, you know, shitting over and over and over again. Mm. And they were the kind that like it kind of makes me think every time I have sometimes when I have red meat, not on the way down. On the way out, I go, maybe I shouldn't have this. Maybe right. I, maybe re- eating this is not good. Yeah, but you know, you can't, you can't deny yourself the, the yummy taste. You can't worry about the consequences in life, Tom. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you got you to gotta roll the dice. You got to go for it. Colon cancer? Yeah, if that's what it is. <laughs> for instance, yesterday, mm-hmm. I came home and I got my pho. You did. A little spicy. Going in, you know what that means? Spicy going in, spicy, spicy on the way out. How yeah. was it? Was it super spicy this morning? Because oh, not only do I have dinner, I had pho behind that, or sorry, the first layer of my poo was the pho, and yeah. then dinner layer on top of it. You must have had a pretty, a fucking hectic brown. It was a lot. It was. I'm not gonna lie. It was a lot, and it was. It was a bit of a stinger. It was a lot. Okay. But, I, you know, that's also coming off the road, too. A little road ass thrown in, so. <sighs> that always does something to it. It really yeah. does. Yeah. I try not to eat too many, uh, too much of the, the comedy club food. But yeah. here's my problem. Last day, I always break down on that Sunday, and I always end up getting the quesadilla. Yeah. Or I always break sticks. down the last day, too. Yeah. You just, you say no, no, no all yeah. week, and then Sunday, you're like, ah, it's fucking Sunday. Come on. Yeah. I don't care if I get diarrhea. I don't care. I gotta get some greens in me. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. Well, happy, happy birthday! I'm I'm so glad to be spending another one with you. I know, and then you know we're doing something cool. Our birthday. I mean, this is going to be up afterwards, obviously, but we're spending our birthday evening. My birthday evening. Um, Are you doing, yawning into the microphone? Well, you know it happens. Um, I'm doing. Uh, we're doing Theo's fundraiser. I gotta get wait. And here's the thing: even if it if it wasn't for our dog, yeah, it, this is going to be. Like this is a show that's so much fun and I'm yeah. just it's an excuse to do a fun show. Totally. totally. It's gonna be so radical. Yeah. Brian Hayner, 
Maryland Rice Cub, Joey Coco Diaz. Uh, who else? Ari Schaefer. Bert. Ari Schaefer. Ari Schaefer. Bert Kreischer. And? Joseph Powerful Nuts Rogan. <laughs> crazy James. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's a crazy lineup. It's so much fun. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I that's going to be great. And then tomorrow I fly to Indy. Yeah, and I um, yeah, I go to San Jose. I'm what were excited. the birthdays like growing up? Did your parents give you a lap? And Red Band. Oh, and Red Band. Oh, my gosh. I forgot Brian. That's such a crazy lineup. I know. Um, it's so good because he was the last minute. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Oh okay, God. say it again. So Smurf days growing up. Did yes. your parents give you a lot of Smurf day love? What What oh, was a birthday yeah. like for you growing up? I mean, I can very much remember um, early ones. There was a place in Cincinnati where, you know, there's like Chuck E. Cheese, which we did that kind of thing. Loved but there Chuck was e. one that had a guy who was an awesome keyboard player. Uh-huh. And it wasn't a Chuck E. Cheese. It was a, a, a different type of, you know, a place you would go to hmm. as, with a kid. Like Ferrell's? Like What's, ice cream? You ever had a Ferrell's? No, nah, not like that. It was, a, it, I mean, it was a place people went to for birthday parties. And it was a cool keyboard player? It was a cool keyboard player. I mean, I'm sure if I saw him now, I wouldn't be like, you're a pretty fucking badass <laughs> keyboard player. But as a kid, yeah. here's what was so cool. You could say any song. Oh yeah, and he could play that it, guy, which blew your mind. Yeah, that guy. So you'd be having pizza or whatever cake, and then, like at the time when I was like seven, I just loved the Star Wars theme. Oh, so cool. I'd be like, "Will you play the Star Wars theme?" And he'd be like, "Sure, man." And then he'd just play it, <laughs> and I was like, "This is the coolest I can't shit it, ever!" <laughs> yes, anything, talent. Anything. Well, there was a guy. My parents used to take me to a restaurant called Little Vienna. It doesn't exist anymore in L.A. Yeah. And it was Austrian and Hungarian food. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, there was a violinist. He would come to your table and same thing. <laughs> he would beatbox <laughs> on the violin. No, he would play any song on the violin. Yeah. So you could be like fucking, you know, Prince and the Revolution or whatever. And he'd figure it out on the violin. But my favorite song when I was four was It's a Small World. Oh, really? And he would come over and play It's a Small World. And I would get so embarrassed. I would hide under the table. But I loved him. It's the coolest thing, right? Yeah, it's such a talent. Oh, my God. It, that's the that's the like the thing that I think excites me the most um, in life. I think one of the first things that I wish I could do is have that ability to just Terrified play, children. play I know. music. No, I know. Yeah, totally. So awesome, man. It is awesome. It's such a skill. I I never fucking did anything. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. 
Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Oh, my yeah. God. You know, I was just remembering. I had a birthday once. I was seven. And uh, all my little classmates came over. And at the time, my nana, my asshole, she's like my asshole grandma that nobody likes. Yeah. She's dead. But she used to, like, dress up my um, Uncle Steve as a girl until he was four. That's so fucking... Have I not talked about this on the podcast? Um, did Julie and I talk about this? I don't know if you guys talked about it. Because Julie... I don't think you guys did. Julie liked her. I remember being like... Like, when Nana died, I was like, eh, later. And Julie was really upset because yeah. she was closer to Nana. Anyway, yeah, Nana was a real dick to my dad and to my uncle and just really an abusive shit of a woman. But... yeah. You know when um, you're a little kid and all you want is like the store-bought birthday cake mm-hmm. that every, like, oh, I want the white icing and the unicorn on the thing. One year she made me like a homemade Hungarian birthday cake and all my friends came over and she put fucking jelly beans, I remember, like on it to decorate it. And I'm like, yeah. that sucks. And it was just disgusting. You know when you just want like the real thing and then she gives you like the dirty jelly bean immigrant foreigner cake? Yeah. You're like, fuck you. It really bummed me out. It that really is bummer. my seventh birthday. Did you make it from lemons that she pulled from the backyard? <laughs> uh, it wasn't a lemon cake, thankfully. It was some other disgusting, not If you don't know, Nana, Christina's grandmother, found lemons yeah. from the lemon tree and was like, ah, she thought she found a treasure. <laughs> and uh, yeah. she juiced every lemon. Juiced it. And put them in the freezer. She thought she, she was like, this could last us for years. For you years. Because in Hungary, she never saw a lemon during communism. So she came to visit my dad back mm-hmm. in the 90s. And she juiced every goddamn lemon on that tree, put the juice in Ziploc bags, Ziploc bags, and freezed Ziploc bags of lemon juice. Do you realize what type so of crazy. tough life she must have been coming from, though? Oh, awful. Yeah. Her, all my family came from like hard knocks, terrible uh, immigrant communists. She never had a lemon in her life. Of and course. she grew up in, you know, World War One and World War Two. Wow. That's and, pretty awful. You know. Well, in honor of my birthday. Yeah. Do you think it's okay if I uh. <laughs> still brings a smile to your face. Look at you, you love it. You love it. <laughs> Do you imagine yourself in a spaceship? No, I just as a little boy, this was taking me to a cute little boy, might I add. Oh just my to God. like such uh, excitement and wonder and just open mouth smile. Oh. What a wonderful time to grow up. What, how lucky that we had Star Wars and E.T. 
cool and shit. cool shit. George Lucas, thank God. Yeah, then you had to go fuck everything up with your making three more of them pieces of I shit. Know. Jar Jar Banks. Fuck, man. Stupid. You know what's so cute? Every time it's your birthday, mm-hmm. your mother always says the same thing. She goes, when Tommy was born, mm-hmm. he was very long. Long, long legs. Long legs. And a long <laughs> And then your dad, he always says how sweet you were. Yeah. yeah. Tommy. Tommy was uh, the cutest kid. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> just, just isn't the sweetest, sweetest kid. Then I, I turned him into a killer. Yeah. They put you into what football to make you a killer or karate first? First was taekwondo. Yeah. Okay. Did that make you into a killer? No, not at all. Never. Not at all. So cute. You must have been the cutest little baby. Oh my god, with a little beard. I did not have a beard. A full beard and full chest hair. Oh come on! Did you shit a lot when you were a baby? Oh my god. Yeah, I think I did. Well, I um, you know, I had a. Uh, digestive problem no i was constipated a lot when i was like not a baby but when i was like um my you yeah like when i was five six years old the irony now i mean look at you now you would never know you had that problem oh you don't think so no i mean now you're such a prolific shitter thanks babe you're welcome yeah they used to put what's it called the suppositories Ugh, those are rough and then my dad, I don't remember this part. I mean, I remember him holding me down and putting those in. But then um, he was like, you would just take the biggest shits after that. <laughs> you know what, too? There's easier ways to shit than a suppository. Well, he would hit me first. Make a shit. <laughs> Make a shit. But then after that. You know what I mean? You could take a laxative. I don't yeah, know I don't why know. parents insisted. My mother one time, I couldn't shit in my 20s. And she says, you know what you have to do? You have to push a suppository to your rectum. I'm like, push a suppository to my rectum. Is that what you're telling me to do? Yes, push the suppository to your rectum. Did you do it? Well, here's the thing. I, the one time I fucking listened to my mom, because yeah. she has terrible advice on, on everything in life, but I tried it in my 20s. I think I was 25, and I couldn't even push the whole thing in. It, it's so traumatic to put something in your own asshole. You know how hard I it is to put something in your love, own asshole? love, love to do that to you. Now to I, put a suppository in my absolutely butthole. love to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What part would you love the most? What a part? What part excites you? Uh, rimming you before I put uh, it in. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 do you know? Okay, so uh, do you know what happened though? The outside uh, figure uh, eights. Uh, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I, I put the suppository like halfway in my bum hole. Yeah. And then I shit immediately. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It just sizzled in there a second and then... Uh, and then I just shit everywhere. Yeah. It was it was Big? menacing. Yeah. Well, because I hadn't crapped in like four days. What know? was that from, you think? Gosh, you know, that was a long time ago. I was living with a Chinaman. So maybe it was anxiety about my failed relationship, you know? Oh. You know when you live with someone and they make you miserable and it manifests itself? Now, yes. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, get it. Manifested hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. Would you use a suppository now? No, no, I would not. You couldn't even find your asshole. There's so much fur back there. Whatever, dude. That's so not true. Hairy. It's not true, man. Do you even know where your butthole is? I yeah. don't. I certainly don't. I've you've reached a bunch of times. Been like, is that it? And I'm like, no, you're not touching <laughs> my butthole. How can, you, how can you reach and be like, is that it? And I'm not trying. know. Because I know that it's very hot, 
Yeah. Like when I try to touch your butthole, the heat coming off that area, like yeah. I know I'm closer and I'm also very afraid. Well, if you were to look, I'm so afraid. You could see the smoke <laughs> and then you would know exactly where the hole is because it's usually like. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty uh, hot little butthole. Yeah. So can we recap for a second? Can we just for a moment talk about how yeah. amazing Maria was? Oh, my gosh. She um, she was sending me pictures all weekend when I was in Vancouver. Oh, God. Of, um, of Theo and of her son. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of her son. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, first of all, Weston and Maria were up at 5 a.m.? Yeah. What was that like? Um, it was unbelievably loud. <laughs> it was unbelievably loud. Um, it, it was really, like, unnecessarily loud. Yeah. Um, and I kept being like, dude, will you please bring it down? And for her, because what she does is she gets up, she gets up at, like... Um, around five, which is when he gets up. And then she's like, it is on, okay? She doesn't give a fuck at that point. Yeah. So she goes, she gets up, and he is high energy. Right. Super high energy. So what they do is immediately, it's playtime. Like, he wakes up. He doesn't like, not like, that's the thing you don't realize. I guess, I don't know if all babies are like this, but like, as an adult, you slowly kind of get up, right? Like, you especially. You sit up. You scratch. It takes you an hour. Yeah, you, you know, you're like, ugh, just waking yeah. up. You know, you have your coffee. I don't expect a baby to have a coffee, but I'm saying like, you know, there's that waking up period. He's like, I'm up. Let's fucking do this. Right, let's run. So she picks him up. She puts him down. He's immediately crashing cars, yeah. and she's uh, like coaching him, like, you know, doing like uh, approval. Like, yay! So I hear at 5 o'clock in the morning, I hear like, And I was like, holy shit. And uh, then I get up the and I was like, I know. I was like, Maria, what's up? I go, could you bring it down a notch? Sorry. And I'm like, okay. So, uh, it's just full fucking blast. And look at Foofy's trying to get your love. Oh, right. hi, buddy. Hi, he buddy. loves you. I know. I love Our dog was a little different when I came home yesterday. <laughs> Theo leapt into my arms. He just hid in my lap. Because uh, Weston and Maria were still here when I got home, as if to be like, Mommy, you're back. Thank God you're here. There's a lot going on when you're here. There's a lot going on. He's way chiller now. Totally. Um, I think he, they kind of uh, got him into a high <laughs> energy. Like he was, because first of all, we don't wake up at five. I, I don't know if mm. our listeners know this about us or not, but we're not up at 5 a.m. Not voluntarily. For sure. So I think what happened was that um, he uh, like was waking up every day at five, <laughs> and then they don't they don't calm down till nine. That's like the first nap. Oh no! So he was probably following their pattern, which had to freak him the fuck out. <laughs> um, and Maria's crazy, crazy energy. Um, so, anyways, one of the things she told me was that there's like a Starbucks like a mile from our place. Mm. She went six times a day. Are you serious? Six times a day. Six um, times. I haven't gone to that Starbucks 
six times since we've lived here. Right. Since we moved in October. I, I don't think I just want the topping part. Like you put whipped cream on as a topper. If right. I ask for a lot more whipped cream, are you going to charge me for a fucking latte too? Right. Some more. You have to push the button for the whipped cream to come out. Now, my, now is that a latte? Because mm. she had to push the fucking button that says steam milk, she decided, oh, it's a latte. Mm. And I know I don't work at Starbucks, but I think I frequent there enough to know. You definitely frequent it enough yeah, to I know. Yeah, I do. Um, wow. That was a little bit of... Controversy. <sighs> Maria, upset about her. He's going to... Trip on a cord. Yeah, um, that's what he did last time. So when he jumps down, he'll rip your earphones. Yeah, off. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, six visits to Starbucks <sighs> a day. Um, she, they knew her, of course. Right by by the end of her trip, they knew they knew her by the end of day one, and right. they're like, "Hey, bitch, you've been here five other times today." <laughs> and uh, yeah, she was like, "She's like, they know my name." I walked in there, and they're like, "Hi, Maria." And I was like, oh, cool. And she was like, that, that, like, where's the baby? And I said, <laughs> <laughs> where's the baby? I said, um, uh, she told him about uh, me. She's like, uh, my brother loves her. So I'm going to have to go in there and bring up Maria. <laughs> um, oh, and they're coming to me, fool. See if they uh, punish me for being related. Oh, man. Um, your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Can I just, before we move on, yeah. I didn't thank everybody uh, in Denver. You, you have no idea the mommy love that we got for Theo. I'm petting yeah. my dog. I'm, I'm just remembering it. Um, so many wonderful gifts and donations to our dog. Uh, I got a pair of doggy jeans. So actual cool. doggy jeans. Um, you got to post these pictures. I will. And uh, Anne knitted him a Cosby sweater. A li- awesome. Hand knitted a Cosby sweater. We got greenies. We got chew toys. We got all kinds of wonderful things. And um, someone, I forget this dude's name, uh, made a t-shirt for me that said, uh, UB40, their music is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. We have the best listeners. Dude, that guys. is, first of all, Thank I'm, you so much. I just want you to know that I find that highly fucking offensive. 
And I do not agree. I hate I'm going to take my earphones off. Best fucking song of all time. Um, His voice sucks, too. Sucks. So anyway, so she goes to Starbucks six times a day. Now, we broke. We were talking about this last night at dinner. Uh, a lot of listeners were very disturbed by the $1,200 a month yeah. uh, budget. But Tommy and I were talking, and we think it, the six trips a day is kind of like something for her to do. It's like a ritual. Right. Well, you got to understand about Maria. First of all, uh, I don't know if we've said this already, because you and I were talking about this, I think, off of the show. Going back and listening to that show, it's just, it really is not only one of my favorite episodes now to listen to. <laughs> if you missed it, you got to go. I don't know if everybody even knows yet still that we're having two episodes a week right now. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so we're, we're still doing Wednesday every week, but we're adding Friday now. Yeah. So go back and listen to episode 109, which came out on Friday, and if you if you missed it. um, But... The thing about Maria is that Maria is not a sit-still person. No. Like what I was telling you last night no. was that I remember when when we were at home as children, especially like on a vacation or something, um, too, like if I was with her, like hanging out, she was like, what do you want to do? And I'd be like, I'm doing it <laughs> right now. I'm just sitting here. And she's like, I'm so bored. Yeah. I want to go do something. Yeah, yeah. And that she lives in a perpetual state of boredom right i don't she doesn't like to sit still she doesn't like to not have an activity and then you see her now as a mother the exact same way it's always about let's go outside let's do something let's walk around right she cannot just be like let's just lay around which is the complete opposite of you and me we're the complete polar opposite yeah. yes we yes. can't do i think she's so bored by our existence like yeah we're gonna die today. I'm like i don't know man ah so the six trips is also a way for her to get out of the house with Weston, I'm thinking. Yes. Like a way for them to go for a nice walk. Uh-huh. Six get, times. Get some fun drink. Get mm-hmm. some whipped cream because the kid loves. Remember the whipped cream? I think yeah. he likes to eat By that. By the way, she told me um, that the six trips started with the first one, mm. which is they would get there by 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Which is when they open. Oh, my God. She would be there at God. 6 a.m. for like beginning of the day. First drink, and I we have to I have to tell people this. I have oh. to remind them all the time because I forget. Never for coffee. There's no caffeine that, that she buys. That's the crazy part. Yeah, is that it's it's like tea, right? She's caffeine free. Yeah. So then, what is she? It's these different types of teas, right? With soy milks and different sweeteners. She, I mean, there's sugar and sweetened stuff, wow. but no no coffee. Because we were saying that maybe. It would benefit uh, her and her husband to just buy like a super nice yeah. coffee machine. Like, they're the type we were saying. Yeah, should get like the thousand dollar espresso machine. Like you can get a Starbucks machine. Now. Right, they sell them. Yeah, in your house. But yeah. then we we realized that first of all, she doesn't drink the, the coffee. But oh secondly, it's about going. It's the ritual. It's the ritual. Yeah, like yeah. Right. right. He though the twelve hundred dollars a month, which is outrageous yeah. is the two of them combined right so it's it breaks down to like twenty dollars each a day each a day yeah which is not that cray cray but it's not good it's not amazing because no. like my drink I, I like to get a double tall soy latte mm-hmm. that's my jam yeah i, I even work i worked at starbucks 
And I figured out after three months of working there, like, that's the drink for me. Mm -hmm. And I made them all day, every day, and lost like 10 pounds. But anyways, that's five bucks. Yeah. That's five. That's a $5 beverage. I feel guilty every time I fork over five fucking dollars. Right. For a drink. Yeah. But maybe if I, yeah, if you drink four of those a day, that's your four of those a day. It is way better though, man. I, when wow. I started drinking soy milk like five years ago. I think you introduced me to it. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't realize how much I didn't like real milk. You I know? hate real milk. Well, I've never, I never was Ugh. one that drank milk like a glass of milk. Ugh. No, that, that nauseated me. But I didn't know. <laughs> oh, I hate milk. I didn't know. I, I could tolerate milk if it was masked. Right. And I would drink milk all the time in coffees. Ugh. And lattes and cappuccinos, stuff like that. Yeah. And I didn't realize that this awful, full feeling I was getting <laughs> was from milk. And violent diarrhea and gas. Yeah. And but bloat. I didn't realize milk was doing that to me. I didn't either until I tried. You yeah. know what's the grossest? I remember. Soy milk's the way to go, guys. It is. It's just lighter. God. Uh, when I was a little kid, remember, like, did you ever have the milk program at school yeah. where your parents paid, like, the $50 and whatever you got a milk every day? Yeah. I fucking hated it they give you that pint yeah and i remember it would come in like a thing of 20 and whoever was in charge of handing out the milks had to open this container of 20 pints of milk Mm -hmm. and the put their finger where you drink the dewy residue yeah Yeah. but also that milky discharge and the the plastic would be like discharge right here and it just stunk it just smelled like dirty dairy. And then, yes, yeah, some asshole teacher would come, do you need help opening your pint? You need help with this? You can fucking try me, fatso. <laughs> and then they put their dirty finger on the mouth part. And I hated milk. I, I always hated well, me it. Me too. Ugh. Me too. The only time it was good is, is in cereal, when it was masked. I could do yeah. it in, in cereal. Or, of course, I used to do Nestle uh, chocolate milk. I throw milk. up even fucking thinking about milk. Or Hershey's chocolate milk of course chocolate for sure as a kid it's just an excuse to you know of the chocolate of course i couldn't Ugh. i couldn't tolerate regular milk i fucking hate it no. now, now that i think about it i'm angry that they forced me to fucking drink it for so many years i'm well, really here's pissed how much off. i couldn't tolerate it i didn't Ugh. i got out of the milk program. livid you you got out i can't drink milk i'll throw up if i drink regular <laughs> plain milk <laughs> That seriously, that's how much it nauseates me. Ugh. So I just, I, I was like, I don't drink milk. It's fucking stupid. I milk had to stop program. drinking. Yeah. Fuck milk, milk. They, you know, they feed you shitty stuff in schools. I always remember they had like hot dog day, which is cool. Whenever I think of milk, I just think like dirty and disgusting. Oh, <laughs> that's what I think of it. Uh, was that in reference to milk? Was she referring to milk? She was like milk, dirty and disgusting. <laughs> Who who is that in reference to? I don't remember who we were talking about specifically. It mm. might have been some former employees of Jit Maria had, mm. but I can't remember who it was exactly. Hmm. Like a p- particular mm. ethnic group, maybe. Could have been. It could have been a, a like a particular group that is like dirty and disgusting. <laughs> Hey, I just realized, you know, it's my birthday. Mm. Do you think I can uh, cook that puss today or what? Uh, well, let's see if there's time, you know. I got a lot to do today. After this, I got to go to a mom dishin, And then we got to, you got to take Theo to the vet. You got to take Theo to the vet. Yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah, check this show. out, guys. Uh, Theo gets his... What's supposed to be, and hopefully, a final Ugh. 
clear, clean bill of health. I hope so, man. Yeah. I'm ready for this dog to be up and running so we can take him on the road, buddy. <laughs> I love you guys. Where have you been? I love you guys. I've been watching a lot of the dog whisperer. Yeah. Susan Milan. Mm-hmm. Uh, to figure out how to properly train our little beast. <laughs> how many? Good. You know what I realize having this dog and then watching like Caesar in those shows. Uh, how many people don't give a shit about their dog or just don't <laughs> raise their dog? Like don't they don't give a fuck? They think they know what they're doing. Yeah. And then you he said he speaks in terms. I think the reason he's so successful is it's so clear and logical the way right. he explains things. And he's a foreigner, which I fucking love. Because yeah. he doesn't have any American pretense. Like, he just... Foreigners will act out in ways like he imitates the doll. He'll be like, God, you know, this energy. <laughs> and he does it, and yeah. he's not embarrassed. But right. the viewer's embarrassed because he's pretending to be a dog, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's so funny, dude. It is great. But he, he tells you things like, you know, you're thinking this because... You're thinking like a human, and it's not right. a human. It's a dog. It's stupid. And it's, yeah, and he's telling you like, and you go like, oh yeah, that's stupid. I do think of like a, the dog as a person. He's like, it's not a person. It's a yeah. dog. <laughs> you need calm, assertive energy. Yeah. No touch, no talk, no eye contact. Like the one that always I thought made the most sense, one of them, I mean, he says a lot of things that make sense, but Caesar talks about how, you know when you come home and your dog is super fired up and oh, it has friends, and then what a lot of people do is they'll match that energy hi, with the dog hi, and they think you. it's I hi i love you hi i love you right but really your dog is has is, is like acting out from this anxiety that was bottled up and now you're home and he's freaking out right and by you doing that what you're doing is you're reassuring hi. the dog you're feeding the anxiety anxiety exactly. as opposed to giving him calm assertive energy and then he calms and then he matches your energy because exactly. you you are the puck leader the puck Leader. You have to be the puck leader. Dogs are puck animals. They are puck animals. <laughs> so the dog wants you to be the puck leader. <laughs> you do a great Caesar Milan. Well, my mom talks like this dog. She definitely yeah. does. You know what I learned too watching The Dog Whisperer? Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, by the way. Mm-hmm. You can watch the very best of Caesar Milan. And uh, the whole thing is that your dog is a reflection of your emotional state. Yeah. So a lot of people will have a, a dog die. Yeah, and then in that state of mourning, go to the pound, pick mm-hmm. another dog, and then yeah. assume that this new dog is the same as the old dog. Right. And what happens is that dog senses your low energy, your sadness, mm-hmm. and and it assumes it's stronger than you. Right. Because now he's the alpha. Yeah. He's the puck leader, and that's when the dog will dominate your house, chew up your furniture, shit on your carpet. Uh, act in anxiety and, and everything like that. That's that's the biggest mistake. So the dog is a reflection of your emotional home. The um, this totally reminds me, by the way, another reason. Um, if you have not yet seen Bill Burr's last special, mm. his shit about his dog had me literally howling in a hotel room watching it. It's the funniest fucking thing. I haven't. What is it? Tell me. I, like, I mean, I don't want, I can't do it justice. Do the bit. Just do the just bit. Just do the bit. Do the joke. Um, no, it just, he, all I'll say is that it's about his dog mm-hmm. matching his energy. Oh, I've seen, yeah, I've yeah. seen bits of, I saw, I saw him working this out once oh, at the really? comedy store. Yeah, he's so funny. It's so funny. It's on the funny. most recent special? The very, the last right. one that came out. I'll check it I out. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called, I'm a ginger fucking asshole or something like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but he, uh, yeah, it's, it's so fucking good. Well, I wonder, I wonder how, um, how Theo dealt with Maria's being here. I think he was freaked out. First of all, well, we know right away 
that he was like, what is happening? You know, we have a small place. <laughs> right. It's perfect for us, too. It's not perfect for additional adults and a baby. No. Um, but we made do with what we had, and he was already like, huh? Like, I could <laughs> tell it was freaking him out. And then we're so low energy, like, chill. And then Maria was like, I'm half, I'm half, la, 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 la. So everything <laughs> got, like, pretty, they got pretty crazy. Wow. But he's, he's deal. he dealt, you know. He he was able to deal with it. He made it happen. Oh. Wait a minute. You went to the dentist yesterday. yesterday. Oh my goodness. Well, let's hear about it. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I um I have a confession. Okay. I feel like I've let myself down and I've let our listeners down. Oh my. Oh, my. Well, you know, we emphasize the importance of the dentist so much. Yep. And the response from our listeners was really overwhelming. I mean, people all the time write in how they're going to the dentist because of the show. Mm-hmm. And that we emphasize it. But even though I really, I really took good care of my teeth mm-hmm. over the last couple years... Mm-hmm. I didn't go back to the dentist for two years. Oh, my God. This is like the the cobbler whose children don't have shoes. Like, what am I doing? Why am I? Mm. I've been flossing every day. That's excellent. I brushed my thief. Okay. But I just didn't, you know, I didn't go back. Well, Tommy... You know what? We had a we had a pretty hectic two years. We moved. We've been traveling a lot. It's not easy. Yeah. And don't flog yourself too hard. I think a lot of our listeners can relate to that. So how did it go though? What's the report? <sighs> overall, um, okay. Overall, pretty good results. Um, I have a cavity here, one of my molars. Mm. And like I said, I don't even know how to explain it. But one of my not my two front teeth. One of the ones just to the left. Yeah. He said there's... Um, your canine. Is it your canine? It's not the canine. And your canine? And your vampire foof? That's one of the ones next uh, to uh, He said there's the beginning of a cavity starting uh, on the inside. I don't even understand what that means, but on the under part there or in well, between like not, your feet? Not the part you can see. Behind. Behind your foof. Yeah. Basically, I have two problem teeth. Okay. Um, they're going to be addressed. Uh, gums checked out 100%. Really? Good. Ones, mm-hmm. twos, and threes? Yeah. Uh, it was, and well, no ones. Five? It was, one's hard to get. Yeah, it was. Almost nobody gets a one. It was like three, two, three, two, three, two, three, two, three, three, two, three, two, three, two, three, yeah. That's flossing. Um, now, here's the thing, though. Yeah. Your molars, everybody gets cavities in them. Yeah. And no matter if you floss those molars, there's there still might be they might be at fours just yeah. because it's so back. I had two there was two that had a four in them. That's what I'm saying. Was yeah. it were they molars? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but that's about your bone level with the gum. That yes. that that score. Oh. The three oh, two three oh. stuff, all that is the gum being high or low. Exactly. That's so, right. But flossing decreases, diminishes the level. Right. And I was like, he goes, Yeah, like you he's like Two, three, three. He's like, even four. Uh, all four is fine. Yeah. He's like, you don't want, you know, uh, six, seven. I was like, so what? He's like, well, I have some people that have twelve and fifteen. Ew. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah. I just go and he just scrapes all the way down to the bone. I'm like, what? Ugh. 
It's how much bone is is exposed. Uh, <laughs> That's so, so gross. gross. So, anyways, I went. I got to go back. I'm going back to get those two teeth taken care of. But you know, um, I feel like now. I mean, there's always excuses, but I feel like now I'm definitely still very active with the flossing and the brushing and taking care of my fifis. But huh. now we have a dentist that's a mile from our place. Yes. I'm going to do I'm going to do my best to do the 6 month, you know, keep up checking yeah, on them. Yeah, cuz I'm telling you the the maintenance, the preventative mm-hmm. is so much better than the other end of that. When you let it go, man, you know, if I fucking wish that I would have uh, that I didn't get a root canal last time. That yeah. cost me a goddamn fortune. It's so much money. But you know what? That one wasn't my fault. That's because I had some fucking Eastern European dentist. Yeah. Um, they filled the tooth. It was the too much filling to the tooth ratio. It needed to be root canal. Mm-hmm. It needed to be capped, crowned, or whatever. Sure. But uh, yeah, man. Better to pay that, you know, a couple hundred bucks than the other. Absolutely. Two grand. Absolutely. Oh, and the pain and the nightmare and the drilling in your skull. It's just the worst. It is. Fucking suck. Suck those suck pigs. Well, good. I'm really glad that it went well for you. Yeah. I mean, it makes it, you know, and also I got to say we lucked out. It makes a big difference when you like the dentist. You like. Yeah. You trust him. Yeah. You just, you know. You feel like you got an honest guy. I mean, I've said before, I went to this dentist one time who was like, you have 17 cavities, man. Ugh. And I was like, what? Scumbag. Yeah. And then I went, I purposely was like, I guess I'll have to come back, man. I, I knew something was wrong. Of course. And I didn't feel right about the situation. And I, I went to another dentist. And this particular year, it was 2005 when I went, I went to the other dentist, had x-rays done, and he was like, you have zero cavities. Mm. After the other guy. Oh, yeah. My guy. Yeah. The Hungarian guy. No, that was it was before that even. Oh wow! Yeah, and this this time it was when I was working on a show, and they, you know, they're like, you got well, you like two like a dozen cavities, man. <sighs> That's because you had insurance. Did you have insurance at the time? No, oh, no, and scum I, fucks. I was like, really? Yeah, you got a lot of cavities. It's so scummy, isn't it? And you, if you can't trust the dentist, I mean, who can you trust? That's the thing is like you. It's that's why it's best to work off of. I mean, if you're going to look into the dentist thing, if you're going to take it seriously. Um, get a referral. Talk to a friend who's like, oh, I've been going to this guy for like five years. He's a good yeah, dentist. Honest. Yeah, exactly. It makes a big difference. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing about the medical world. You know, we're not doctors. We're not trained in, in whatever field yeah. you're going into to see a doctor for. If you're not going to an honest person, they can really fuck you over. I know. You know? Go see the doctor. You need, you need surgery. Yeah. Go yeah. see the doctor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can you imagine if someone's like, yeah, you need a knee replacement? You're like, yeah, really? What? I guess. Okay. Yeah. But there are people that I'm sure have had that happen. Of course. Like major surgeries for no reason. Well, well, the reason was the doctor bought a new boat. <laughs> Malibu. Yeah. He's got to have mortgage. Yeah. I know. Mm, yeah, definitely. I don't trust these assholes. You know what? Even last year, remember I had that, I had to go to the urologist. Yeah. Uh, and I, I remember this guy ran fucking like $800 worth of tests on me. They do that, yeah. And in retrospect, I think I now, knowing now, back then I was panicked. I was like, just do it all. I don't want to die. You know what happened? Mm-hmm. After $800 worth of tests, uh, he goes, I don't know what it was. It just went away. And it just went away. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things that, you, who the fuck knows why you, you know, you, yeah. you get That's the way medicine usually works. And that's it, yes. It just goes away. Well, I guess it just went. But I'm saying that I wish I would have said to him, 
hey, man, can you not do $800 worth of testing? Can you give me the $200 package? Yeah. Let's let's start off small and then work our way. Yeah. See if that, yeah, if you can. piece of human shit. Yeah. That happened to me, remember a few years ago, um, I was still working a day gig and I was like, there's weird chest shit going yeah. on. Yeah. And I went to the cardiologist. Ugh. He ran EKG and he was like, your test came back. About ninety five percent normal, and I was like, "What does uh-huh. that mean?" He's like, "Well, there's a five percent chance that this isn't normal," and I was like, "Okay, so I want to send you over to the imaging center to run like, like crazy tests." At this point, I'm like twenty seven year old guy. I'm like, and, "Okay," and I think ninety five percent normal is yeah. what your body runs at most of the time. Prop, don't yeah. you think? Right. Well, You're lucky to be at ninety five percent. There's a there's another side of that. I'll tell you in a yeah. second. But at the time, I'm like, of course, when uh, the Cedar Sinai fucking cardiologist, best in like, best in L A. Yeah, tells I like, you, yeah, okay. I know. So I go have the test run. They do everything to me, and then they send me, um, you know. I get a bill in the mail for ten thousand dollars. Oh. Now I have, <laughs> I have insurance, so I just like I'm like you guys got to look into uh. this shit, and that's a whole thing, and it ended up working itself, sort of working itself out. I still had to come up with a couple grand to for him to run that test, uh. but at the end of the day, they're like, yeah, your your heart is like a little bit larger than most hearts, was mm-hmm. what I was told. And you like one of the about, yeah, and they were just like, "That's it." I was like, "That's it. That's the result." Yeah, you have kind of a little bit bigger heart. Going to take an X-ray of that. Uh, anyways, God. what I ended up doing was one of my dad's friends. I, I told my dad about this. He called a friend of his, who's a cardiologist. He asked me to send him everything. Oh, cool! And I did. And what he was said, what he, he called me, he goes, "Well, the first thing is that the the guy, the cardiologist that I saw, told me like the whole reason I went to the imaging center." Was the EKG? He was like, was a ninety five percent, but there's a five percent chance it's not normal. And he goes, yeah, your Minimal. EKG is a hundred percent normal. Oh my god! Like he's like, there's nothing unusual oh about god. it. Oh my god! He's like, so there's no reason you should have gone to do this, motherfucker. Which makes you go like, wow, man, like they really just I don't give a fuck about no. you. You know why they're number one, that we why that guy's the number one doctor? Why? By the way. He probably bills the most. He probably right. makes the most money. Exactly. And because of ordering these bullshit tests. $10,000 tests at a time. Uh, well, and I also have, I get it too. As a doctor now, the way insurance is set up, I, I think it's harder for them to do business. Mm-hmm. They have to pay their own insurance, right? The doctor. I have so no they idea don't get how it works. sued. Yeah, Zero they have to idea. fill out a bunch of paperwork. I understand that. So he needs to cover his ass. But at the same time, I mean, you are a 27-year-old guy. Yeah. You're not dying of heart problems. You know, there's no. no reason for you. I don't go to the doctor unless I'm in so much pain or I'm fucking pissing blood like I was a year ago or whatever. <laughs> I won't go. Fuck them. Even if you have cancer, they don't even know how to treat you. They just blast you full of chemicals. Yeah, well. It's the worst. I don't know if I would ex- exactly avoid the doctor. I do. I don't care. I'd rather drop dead. When you have cancer, really? No, no, not for cancer. But even when you have... My mother had cancer... And all they do is blast you full of, of chemo. Yeah, but how do you do it on your own? You toxin. have to go to them. I'll go back to the Hungarian doctor and just get a thing of bull's blood. Drink that. <laughs> Isn't that how you treat it? With bull's blood, yeah. That's the Hungarian chemotherapy. You just drink vodka and eat hot dogs and it goes away. That's a good Nobody point. in my family, I mean, in Hungary, my, that, dude, my uncle Nadetsky, he's like 80, drives a cab. You've heard of him. 
He drinks a fucking quart of vodka a day or a liter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, eats nothing but sausage. He's fine. He's totally fine. I know. I, I do believe. I mean, obviously, you can take good care of yourself and help your body out. But I also feel like. Eh, doesn't matter. I feel like I feel like 90% of it is in the cards. Yeah. Genetic yes. cards. Right? Like, one of my. I think I've said it before. A friend. His granddad lived to be 96, 97. And he smoked and drank and ate. Absolutely. Shit every day. Yep. Cigarettes. Cigars, mm-hmm. liquor, beer, and red meat almost daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you can. I mean, Doctor Oz will say that you can like. Or was it my shrink that you don't have to activate certain genes? Like, right. let's say you're a sociopath and you're raised by normal people. You don't necessarily activate the sociopath genes in you. Oh, okay. So maybe if you you know you don't work towards activating right. those genes, it's probably good. <laughs> but for the most part, look at that fucking asshole, Lance Armstrong. He ended up with ball cancer, and he's the most uh, athletic guy on the fucking planet. Right? Yeah, yeah. You can't avoid it. Oh, that's right, right, right. Yeah, it just it'll just happen to you, man. You're gonna die no matter what. You're gonna fucking die. Why try living until a hundred, anyways? Who wants um, to be a fucking hundred? Well, look, we got a happy birthday, Tommy. That's what I'm trying to say. Thanks, James. Um, we got to wrap this up. We um, we love you. We love you. We love you. You're my jeans. You're my jeans. My mommy birthday jeans. Mommy birthday jeans. You pull them up and you light them on fire and blow it out. Blow it out my ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you end up being at uh, Flappers tonight, like I said, this is going to be out after oh, that. But stretch. I'm so excited about this show. About everybody supporting FIFO. Yes. And um, very excited um, about this coming weekend. For, uh, me in San Jose, you in Indy. Mm-hmm. Um, Crack so. of lacquers. It's going to be good. There's a lot of people in Indy now that come out to the shows, to my show. Indy's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, and, and I had the best time in Indy last year, actually. So yeah. I'm looking forward to going back. Um, Will you clip my toenails? Yeah. Your chompers? With your chaps. Yeah. All right. Um, Happy Smurf Day, Tommy. I love you. Thanks. Thanks for the birthday, love. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bye. I have a song for you. I'd like to do that. Uh, I'd like to go to the bar. <laughs> Plug in my iPod and listen to him talk trash on that. You're talking about your mom's house. Podcast, stop that. Laughing ain't gonna happen. The fix for a piss poor day. This gay discourse of mixed sorts. Get the pitchforks and listen while you bell. Hey, you're in jail. Laying with your Puerto Rican cellmate. But when you tailgate, listen before the game starts. Play cards, listen while you're shoplifting at Kmart. Honest, I mean it. It's not a big secret. I'm often seated in the kitchen listening to Tom and Christina at the end of a rough day. Get a mug and drink. Get my nuts. If I'm lucky, get a dental update. Oh, yeah. Just great, like the devil loves flames, like the devil loves heavy metal women who love snakes. This is just a thing to help your nerves and calm down. I like my now, bitch. Welcome to your mom's house. 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 Your mom's house. Starring Christina Brzezinski and Tom Segura. Special appearance by Top Dog. It actually happened in the Orlando airport once. And Joe Double. 
Is there anything worse on the planet oh, than an inspiring white rapper? Yeah. Your mom's house. Your mom's house. Fresh, fresh, fresh.